That was a bad loss. They lost the Niners lost 33 to 19, and it was worse than that. They lost by 14 points, but it really should have been more. And I'm not writing the Niners off. They absolutely still could win the Super Bowl this season. But that was a bad loss. It's the kind of loss that rocks a team's confidence. It's hard for the team to look at Brock Purdy the same way after this game. It's hard for the team to look at Kyle Shanahan the same way after this game. Because with Brock, it's like, how are you going to play against really good teams on big stages? No one thought he'd be this bad. No one thought he'd be this bad. This was like the time Brian Hoyer threw five picks in a, in a playoff game. It's hard to unsee it once you've seen it once. This is why I've been skeptical of Brock Purdy. I'm going to get to him in depth later, but this is why I've been skeptical of him. I saw this every day in training camp. It's hard to unsee it. This is what it looks like when, Brad, when bad Brock makes an appearance, when Purdy G makes an appearance. So hard for the team to look at him the same way. Hard for the team to look at Kyle the same way because Kyle's the one who chokes in big games. And what did he do today? Choked in a big game. He did it again. This is his pattern. And if we're being honest about this team, the biggest question mark that it has is the head coach. Not because he isn't good, because he's flawed, as we all are. It's just that his flaw is choking in big games. What a flaw. Let's talk about Kyle Shanahan. What was his game plan? This reminded me of the NFC Championship game against the Eagles when he frankly had the wrong game plan. He came out not just passing. It wasn't like, let's have extended handoffs instead of actual handoffs. Let's have a controlled, easy passing game, a short passing game, a horizontal passing game, just to get Purdy in the flow because it's a big game for him. And he's still only 23, 24 years old. No, they didn't do that. They came out bombs away. Bombs away. Haymaker, 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 metaphorically speaking. Right? Why, why would he do that? Few theories. One, he wanted Brock Purdy. He wanted to deliver the, the MVP to Brock Purdy. He wanted to make a statement with Brock Purdy. This is the MVP. Or Kyle was nervous. You start throwing haymakers like that in the first quarter. That to me tells you that tells me you don't think you're the best team. You if you play the way you normally play, which is not like that. You think you're going to lose, so you have to play out of your character, do something unusual to win. That's exactly what you did against the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. You fell behind 7-0, and you called that slow-developing play-action pass in the first drive of the game without really setting it up, and it ruined the season. Usually, Kyle Shanahan waits to call those haymakers, those big plays, because he wants to set them up and make sure they're going to work. And some of them worked early on in the game, but... Interception. The first interception was egregious. Christian McCaffrey was running well. There was no reason to start the game that way because one, it didn't work. That was clear. And two, that's not the Niners' identity. I don't know who Kyle Shanahan thinks this team is. I don't know who he thinks this team has become, but it's not a pass first team. Yeah, Brock Purdy has really good numbers, but the Niners pass the ball less than any other team in the league, less than the Ravens. To beat the Ravens, you got to play to your strengths, not theirs. Their strength is pass defense. Your strength is running the ball. Do that next time if you face the Ravens. Run the freaking ball because you know what? They couldn't stop it. Christian McCaffrey, oh, I guess we just learned he's the MVP of the team. He was great in this game. 
He could have carried the Niners to a victory, but Kyle Shanahan didn't give him a chance. That's Kyle. That's on, that's on him. So not only was his game plan wrong, but they're down 21 points in the fourth quarter with Brock Purdy in their game in the game, and they're huddling. Huddling. Why? Then Brock Purdy gets injured, gets a stinger for the second week in a row in the fourth quarter down by a million. Sam Darnold comes in, and then Kyle Shanahan starts calling no huddle up tempo offense. Why? Do they not did they not teach that to Brock Purdy? Does he not know, does he not know how to do that? Is Sam Darnold the only quarterback on the team that knows how to do a two-minute drill? Why would Kyle wait? He was awful in this game. That's what's so frustrating about the 49ers. He is one of the best coaches in the league. He is so instrumental in most of their wins. He's such a big reason when they win. But then he has games like this. You're like, I don't know who this was or who you became today, but it was you're a freaking liability. A freaking liability. Either he didn't respect the Ravens and try to deliver the MVP to Brock Purdy with a bunch of quick, I mean, early long passes, or he was scared of the Ravens and was trying to jump ahead of him early. I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, it was the wrong approach. You know, you, you, you ever hear coaches say, like, you know, the stage was a little too big for this player. The stage was a little too big for Kyle Shanahan today. And that's my biggest gripe with this team. I feel like big games are a little too big for him. He's great in November. Anyway, Kyle, I'm looking at you. Scoozy says, you were correct when you said we can't afford one injury on the O-line. Well, there were three today. Damian Jasso says, this O-line is atrocious with or without Trent. How do you expect any quarterback to ball out when you have run blockers and not pass blockers? Pathetic O-line, and it starts with Kyle. Art Martinez says, I don't understand, Kyle, having Mason a big back and not running him in the middle. How about just running anyone? Loner Incognito says, I don't like it when people say we're going to win the Super Bowl after we win one game. I don't believe it till we actually win it. I feel you, Loner Incognito. By Victor One says, do you think Kyle put all the pressure on Purdy so he does not want him to win the MVP so they don't have to pay him a lot? That's way too clever for Kyle, man. Kyle just put too much pressure on Brock to begin with. I'm going to get to Brock in a minute. I didn't want to lead off with Brock. I want to start with the coaches because I thought today was a coaching failure. Kyle Shanahan, the wrong game plan. Steve Wilkes, the wrong game plan. I'm sorry, Steve. You've done a great job this year. You absolutely exposed the Eagles and put Jalen Hurts out of business. We'll always remember that. You're a legend for that. That's a legacy-defining game, what you did to those Eagles. But today, what the hell was that? You should have just used the Jalen Hurts game plan. You let Lamar Jackson, like, skip out of the pocket. Just walk out of the pocket routinely. And I asked Nick Bosa during the week, how are you going to defend this guy? And he basically said, don't do anything special. You know, get after him in the pocket and wrap him up. Well, Nick Bosa and Chase Young routinely just rushed past Lamar Jackson, and he was just standing there like, okay, I guess I'll scramble. I don't know what the game plan was, but it felt like they really decided that Lamar Jackson is equally good in the pocket and out of the pocket, and they're just going to play him like any quarterback. What? 
I'm sorry. I've never seen Lamar Jackson in person. So I can tell you exactly what he is. I get it now. In the pocket, he's not a good quarterback. He's indecisive and he doesn't see the field well. He either doesn't see open receivers or chooses not to throw to them or does throw to them and misses them. He's not good in the pocket. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's stats to disprove that. I saw it with my own eyes. He doesn't see the field from the pocket. He's indecisive from the pocket. He's inaccurate from the pocket. That's where you want Lamar Jackson. But once he gets outside the pocket, he's the best quarterback I think I've ever seen. Is that, I mean, Mahomes is great too outside the pocket. Maybe, maybe Mahomes is, is as good as Lamar Jackson outside the pocket. But once he's outside, he's such a threat to run. That, and he can throw. He's really good at seeing the field once he's out of the pocket. And once defenses commit to stopping him running, he makes big plays with his arm. So you can't let him out of the pocket. I know easier said than done, right? But the Niners didn't even make an effort to keep him in the pocket. They're like, hey, if you want to leave, God love you. No, no. If they can keep him in the pocket, they win. If you let him out, you lose. That's what I've learned about Lamar Jackson. And frankly, I'm a fan of Lamar Jackson because I feel like modern NFL football is outside the pocket. When you're in the pocket, you don't have the advantage. The D-line is almost always better than your O-line. And the defense can disguise all kinds of coverages. They can blitz. They can do all kinds of stuff. Once they can play zone. Once you're outside the pocket, there's no more zone coverage. Everyone just mans up, plaster someone. There's no more disguise. There's no more pass rush. Yeah, I'll take a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. The Niners have to do a better job. Do the job. They didn't do the job. Keep them in the freaking pocket. I don't know how. Rush five. Don't rush past them with your defensive ends. Don't give them any gaps. I don't know what to tell you. Early in the game, when, when, they, when the Niners made him run backwards, they was the safety. But they didn't do that enough. He could run forward, which what they didn't want Jalen Hurts to do. I don't understand how they didn't do the same thing with Lamar Jackson. Steve Wilkes was terrible in this game. Sorry. Uh, Nathan Flores says, this is what happens when you go cheap on the O-line. That's what happens when you face the AFC North. Niners are now 1-3 and three against that division. How about that? Bob Vickers says, do you think Fred Warner is, n- is not bulky enough to play Mike? Why can he not tackle? Because he's not a linebacker. He's a DB in college who's a lot, who's muscled up since then, but he's just not, he's there. He is an all pro because of his coverage, not because of his tackling. That's the truth. Wave nine says Brock equals nice. The mark was special. Special. Let's not blame the defense when they're on the field most of the time, Grant. Let's not compare her to Lamar defense is gassed. Now I said what I said, wave nine. The Niners did a terrible job of keeping Lamar Jackson in the pocket. And I don't think they even made it like a point of emphasis. Bobo says Purdy had a terrible game, but three of the four three of the four picks felt like forced turnovers by the Ravens. That O line is a problem. Felt very much like the NFC Championship game. Don't make excuses for Brock Purdy. His wife can do that for him. His parents can do that for him. You're not in his family. Don't make excuses for him. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but he was terrible today. We had bad luck. Young Montana to remember for 28 months, man. How about that? JL says terrible Lamar assessment. If y'all had him, you win. I saw him today. In the pocket, he's indecisive, inaccurate. Outside the pocket, he's unstoppable. He's unfreaking stoppable. Maybe he's, maybe you can't keep him in the pocket. I don't know. I don't think they even made an effort to do so. Plumbing God 42 says, I guarantee the Niners overlooked this game and didn't prepare. 
F across the board on the coaching staff, missed tackles, blown coverage assignments, piss poor play calling, and no identity as a team. They overlooked the Super Bowl preview? I don't think so. I think they played like crap. Nathan says our D-line was horrible. Purdy was horrible. He's not an MVP. They will lose next week to Washington. We aren't going anywhere. Ravens exposed us. I don't think they're going to lose to Washington, man. Giovanni Miller says, be honest, do you think we will still make a Super Bowl? And do you think Purdy will be okay as a quarterback going forward? I mean, I think the Niners are the best team in the NFC, so I think they should go to the Super Bowl, but there's some injuries. Uh, and it's hard to say the Niners are just going to roll over, you know, steamroll some AFC team. They've, they're two and three against the AFC. They've beaten Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Let's talk Brock Purdy. I guess Brock Purdy's not going to win the MVP. In hindsight, we got way ahead of ourselves. He needed to get past the Ravens. He didn't. And it's like he could have played well and lost, but that's not what he did either. He was awful. He threw four picks plus two other passes that frankly should have gotten picked. Those two passes, those two interceptions that were dropped were worse than some of his picks because some of the picks were tipped. They weren't necessarily like the worst decisions, although they weren't great plays. Four picks, two drop picks, a stinger, and a benching. He was standing on the sideline with his helmet on, and Kyle Shanahan said, no, thank you. And after the game, he was like, well, we were protecting Brock. Yeah, you were protecting Brock. He was in the game midway through the fourth quarter, down 21, and then you take him out because you don't want to get hurt after he got hurt. So no MVP for Brock Purdy. And I think finally it's time to like look at Brock through a sober lens. We need to stop talking about Brock like he's a top five quarterback in the league or he's actually an MVP. Like that's, that's not what he is. He's a good quarterback who had a very bad day. But does the supporting cast elevate him? Absolutely. Does Kyle Shanahan elevate him? Not today, but most of the time. Let's not forget that. Jimmy Garoppolo's quarterback rating routinely was over 100 on this team, and he won most of his games. He's trash. Brock Purdy is significantly better than Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's not a top-five quarterback in the league. Yes, the Niners would rather have Lamar Jackson than Brock Purdy. Yes. You know why? Because Lamar Jackson's better than Brock Purdy. You know who else would rather have Lamar Jackson than Brock Purdy? Every team in the league. Every team. That's why Lamar's going to win the MVP this year. So before the Niners give Brock Purdy $50 million a year, $60 million a year, they should watch this game again. Because it's rare for the 49ers to face a team that can actually match up with their supporting cast. But this is one of those teams. And when it's an even playing field, then the quarterback makes the difference. And today, Brock did make the difference with his turnovers. While Lamar Jackson made the difference with a turnover-free phenomenal game. So I guess when Cam Newton was talking about game managers and game changers, he was talking about the difference between Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a game changer. So is he worth the $50 million a year they're paying him? Yeah. Brock Purdy is a game manager. And today, for whatever reason, he tried to be the hero. Kyle Shanahan tried to make him the hero. They put the game in his hands. He said, go be a game changer. And he said, okay, I got this. Let me, let me show you how, how I can change this game. 
and he turned it over four times. Could have been six. Really interested to see how Kyle Shanahan calls plays going forward for Brock. Is there still trust there? Is there still confidence there? I want to see how Brock plays going forward. What kind of confidence does he have left? Because this wasn't just a bad performance. It was probably like the worst performance by a quarterback in the NFL this week. It makes you look at Brock differently because he's only played well in the NFL. He's like the best start to a career ever. And then he reminds you that he has one of these in him. A real stinker. He did this routinely in training camp. I was wondering when it would pop back up. Well, when they face really good teams. And why was it an issue in training camp? Because he was going against the Niners defense, which is about as good as the Ravens defense. Okay, so we faced the Ravens defense today. Freaking disaster. So, sorry. It's a little early to crown Brock Purdy, man. When he goes against really good defenses that are in the AFC, it's an adventure. He's going to start next week, even though I think he got benched in this game. But his, leaf, his, leash, his leash all of a sudden seems very short. He does this again next week. He's getting benched. And they'll say he's got a stinger or something. Giovanni Miller says, be honest. Do you think we will still make a... We got you, Giovanni. Hold on. Official BNA Music 88 says Cam and Nick Wright's cooking up right now. You already know. They're watching me, though. Vance says, uh, man, come on. He can't be superhuman every game. This was bound to happen. Everyone has bad games. Uh, Philly was a big game, and so was Dallas. Don't do that, Grant. Don't tell me what to do, Vance. I just did it. <laughs> I'm talking about real teams in the AFC, man. Don't give me that Philly, Dallas, humpy, bumpy NFC crap. And don't tell me that everyone has bad games, man. Not everyone throws four picks and no touchdowns and two other picks uh, passes that should be picks. This was a horrendous game that you can't forget. Vance, appreciate your super chat, man. Nathan Flores says Niners got humbled today. Bad on both sides. Regroup and move on to the next one. Need to run the ball more and use Mason more. Damn right. Leroy says, Grant, I appreciate your takes, man. I appreciate yours too, Leroy. Matt McEwen, friend of the show, says, can we stop scapegoating our defense? Offense needs blame. I think everyone needs blame. You let Lamar Jackson run around like that outside the pocket, you deserve blame. Nick Bosa, Steve Wilkes. But uh, no, the, the, the offense deserves most of the blame for sure. Eric Frere, that means brother in French. Remember for three months. Merci, that's French too. Bye, Victor says, do you think all this MVP talk messed with Purdy's head? Or Kyle's or both? Wave 9 says, you get on the field and stop Lamar twice in 18 seconds. Okay, I, I can do it. I ran a 4-5 in 2006. Sean, did you know that? Sean says, Ravens took away Brock's third-level throws. It's his bread and butter, which in turn forced him to look elsewhere while getting pressured and forced early throws interceptions. What's, what's the third-level throw? I'd like to know. I'm not disputing it. Drunken Ninja, that sounds dangerous, says Casey lost to LV today. Good teams lose. At the end of the day, this game won't matter if the Niners went out. All the crying is weak. Sack up, Niner fans. Is Casey a good team? You're right, though. This game won't matter if the Niners win out and have a better game plan the next time they face the Ravens if they get to the Ravens. But the, the Niners did not play like a team that's going to the Super Bowl in this game. 
Tony G says Kyle Shannon and John Lynch did not deserve that contract extension. York loves mediocrity. Faithful can't afford to wait until 2027. Yikes. King Geo says, I think Kyle left his playbook closed when we play them later down the line. Just watch. We're winning the Super Bowl this year. I don't dispute it. I still come away from this, feel like the Niners are better than the Ravens. Kyle just had a ridiculous game plan, and he won't have that game plan next. I, I'm with you on that. I can definitely see myself picking the Niners to beat the Ravens if they face each other again in the Super Bowl, but then I'd have to get there. Really real says Ike, one target, one in the third quarter. Marona Pereira says, people told me Brock is a better pass than Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Nope. People told me that Sam Darnold is the next Steve Young. And when I say people, I mean Kyle Shanahan. And, you know, I've really been waiting with bated breath on the edge of my seat for a glimpse, just a mere peek at the next Steve Young. Because Steve Young is my favorite athlete of all time. I love Steve Young. So you know I'm going to love Steve Young Jr. Steve Young the second. We finally got to see Sam Darnold in a real game. And guess what? He wasn't good. <laughs> he wasn't good. He had a couple nice throws, and then he threw a pick in the end zone, just like Brock Purdy. And then you remind yourself, like, yeah, that's Sam Darnold. I've seen that before from Sam Darnold. That's what Sam Darnold does. After the game, I asked Kyle Shannon what he thought of Sam Darnold. He was really encouraged. <laughs> really. Said he was really encouraged. He really likes Sam Darnold. Don't know why. I don't. As a person, he might be great. As a player, not a fan. Seen enough. The whole Sam Darnold experiment was a waste of time. He's not good enough. If he has to ever start a game, I don't think the Niners can win. That's how bad he is. They're so good and still probably couldn't start a game that he couldn't win a game that he started. Which, means, which begs the question, why is he here? They could have drafted another quarterback this year and been better off. They could have signed Joe Flacco. Oh, oh, they could have just kept Trey Lance. Do you think Sam Darnold's better than Trey Lance? Trey Lance could have finished his game today. Lance or Flacco, one of those two, or, or, a, or, a, or a, a rookie. But they went with option four, Sam Darnold? That's just arrogance. To think that a quarterback who's done nothing but fail in the NFL could come to your team and be good, that's arrogance. So I was really, really looking forward to seeing reality set in on the, on the Sam Darnold experience. The next Steve Young kind of really said that. I don't see why he can't be the next Steve Young. Do you see now, Kyle? Do you see? Oh, look real close. Tell me if he looks like the next Steve Young. Like, get right in there. That's why you don't say stupid stuff. As someone who says stupid stuff for a living, it's important to think twice. People don't forget. What a terrible quarterback. Sorry. Kyle got ahead of himself, says Eric Frere. She just ran. I tried to tell him. Luis Villanueva says Niners got bullied in all faces of the game. Facets. Yeah, it's true. Miguel says the stadium was electric in the beginning of the game until Choke Purdy sucked the life out of the stadium. Brock is a liability. Choke Purdy? 
Brock Purdy is not your little brother, GC. Yeah, I did say that. Can I tell you guys a story? This really was unsettling. Really unsettling to me. All right, I'm walking into the stadium. I hear someone say, hey, Grant. I turn around. It's a 23-year-old, blonde-haired, blue-eyed kid. And he's not smiling. I get stopped fairly often at Niner games, and it's always been nice people. Dude is not smiling. I'm like, hi. He goes, have you changed your opinion of Brock Purdy? I said, since when? He goes, since week one. And I said, yeah. He goes, that's what I thought, and walked away. It was really hostile. Not like, hey, man, nice to meet you. Uh, have a good day. Like, essentially, screw you. That's what I thought. Hey, well, you know what? Hey, have you changed your opinion about on Brock Purdy? How did you like it? Brock Purdy's performance today, young man. Did you enjoy it? He did that. I already dedicated it to you. Blonde hair, blue eyed kid. Stay humble. You know who I'm talking I'm talking to you, buddy. Yeah, you. Matt McEwen says Roquan Queen and Hamilton took away Brock's mid game, which is Brock's bread and butter. Once Hamilton went out, BA got 90 yards. I can see it. I can see it. I guess the key to stopping Brock Purdy is to have a killer linebacker duo and a good nickelback. Michael Duran says Aaron Rodgers was MVP and lost and looked befuddled in the Niners multiple times in the playoffs. Brock will bounce back. Lamar can't beat Pat or Josh. I'm going to say Brock wouldn't bounce back. I'm with you on that, man. Wave 9 says, Grant, is karma going to get us this year in the end? Man, I don't want to speak on other people's karma because I feel like that's bad karma, right? Um. To say someone else has bad karma, like speak for yourself. Keep your head down. I don't know. I don't know. Michael Brown says elite quarterbacks put up 50 touchdowns and 5K yards on this team. James Juren says, would you, give, uh, would you give your opinion on the Niners red zone offense today? The whole offense sucked everywhere in the field. That's my opinion. <laughs> Thank you, James. Merry Christmas. Uh, by Victor Wood says, when did Kyle say he's the next Steve Young before the season? I don't see why he can't be the next Steve Young, I think was the quote. Matt McEwen says, Grant, Giants backup quarterback's better than ours. Backup quarterbacks matter, and Sam Darnold not a serious backup quarterback. Get a better one. Carlito650 says, they need to make a switch to Darnold now so they can build chemistry. Purdy's not the answer. Neither is Sam. Sean says, third level throws, deep dig, skinny posts, etc. Ravens took away Ayuk until they started playing soft once the game was out of reach. Pressured Brock out of pocket to force throws and make mistakes. Good to know. I'll go back and watch the film and watch for that. I do think the key to stopping the Niners, stopping Purdy, is stopping Ayuk. Debo stopped himself today. Debo was terrible. Marcel, Mar Marcelo says every quarterback in the history of the game has had a bad game. People relax. This game was extra bad. This was like, this was really bad. But okay. Isaac says never buy a glizzy from Levi's. Yeah. If you're buying glizzies, they need to be like bacon wrapped on the street. That's my glizzy rule. Real quick, can we end the debate now on who the MVP is of, the, of this offense, of this team? It never was Brock Purdy. It's Christian McCaffrey. How do you know it's Christian McCaffrey? Because when they give him the ball a lot, they win. He leads the league in touches. You know why? Because he's their MVP. If Brock Purdy was their MVP, they would pass the ball a whole lot more. 
Or like today, when they do try to pass the ball more, they'd win because he's the MVP. But he's not. He's a he's a supporting actor. If if football were a movie, he would not be nominated for best actor in a leading role. He would be nominated for best supporting actor, and he'd get, get he'd win. And they'd knock that out in the first five minutes of the show, and they'd move on. McCaffrey is the lead actor on this offense. And when they try to mess around and feature Brock Purdy for a week, they lose by a freaking lot. So, Christian, respect to you. You were really good in this game. You might have carried the Niners to victory if, the, if your coach gave you a chance, but he didn't. He made it about himself and the quarterback. So, I'm sorry. Should have been you. We learned too late. We knew. We always knew it was Christian. But now we know for certain. And it's too bad they had to lose on Christmas. His name is Christian. Jesus was born today. And you pick today to, to not feature Christian? What would Jesus think of that? Jesus would have featured Christian. It's Christmas. I'm Jewish, and I understand that today was the day to feature Christian. And he didn't. It's okay. It's all right. Happens. But big mistake by Kyle Shanahan. When you have any time your running back is named Christian and it's Christmas, you got to give him the ball. That's just a rule. I think it's a rule to live by. All right, injury news. Trent Williams left the game with a groin injury. Every time the Niners get beat up, embarrassed, he leaves the game. The two most embarrassing losses for the Niners this year, the Browns game and the Ravens game, because the Niners went into both games essentially healthy on offense. Debo's there, Trent Williams there. And then they leave the game with Trent Williams hurt. Groin sounds bad. 35-year-old, 300-pounder. That doesn't just go away. Maybe it's a tweak. Maybe it's a strain. Maybe he'll be fine. But if it's a groin pull, like a, like a, 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 a standard groin pull, he's going to miss a few weeks. And remember, two years ago, he was hurt in the playoffs, was not the same, and it cost him. If he's hurt in the playoffs this year, let me tell you a little secret. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. I look into the future. If he's hurt, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Which means he's their MVP, right? Like the Niners have assembled this great team, but they have no depth on the O-line, and they don't even have much talent in the O-line. So when he, this one player gets hurt, they're screwed, despite all the talent they have on offense and defense. So I don't know how serious the injury is, but this is the season right here. If he's out for the rest of the year, it's over. If he misses no time, they're fine. And it's kind of a, it's unfortunate that such a good team with such a cheap quarterback, like they're, they're not going to have a cheap quarterback for that long. They Right now, they have this window where they can spend extra on other positions because they're not spending for a quarterback. Such a shame that this special, special team is falls apart when one player gets hurt. 
because there's no depth on the offensive line. I mean, they're like four deep at every freaking position. But whenever their 35-year-old offensive tackle gets nicked up, they're screwed. Isn't it suck to be that dependent on a 35-year-old offensive tackle? That's not good because you know what? He's going to get hurt. He's going to keep getting hurt. He's going to miss time. The Niners have to count on Trent Williams missing time and be prepared for it. And they're not. Because Jalen Moore is hurt too. He's a, he, was in the, he was getting checked for a concussion. So the right tackle, the left tackle to finish the game was Colton McKivitz, and the right tackle to finish the game was Spencer Burford. They're not beating a playoff team with an offensive line like that. They might, they might beat Washington with an offensive line like that next week. Maybe. No, no, no they'll beat Washington. I'll take it back. They'll beat Washington. Washington freaking sucks. But they're, they're not going to beat the Rams with an offensive line like that. They will not beat the Rams with an offensive line like that. So we'll see. I'm going to assume that Kyle Shanahan was just being cautious, but I don't know. I don't freaking know. We'll see what happens with Trent Williams. That injury is the season. We will check. We will see. Lizzie, you're talking about. Um, Marcello says, Marcello says, Grant, sometimes you are bad. Purdy is the Niners' future. I didn't say he wasn't. Eric Frere says, Niners are having trouble catching the ball today and throwing it. <laughs> Sean says, random hypothetical question. Does Purdy hit, does Purdy hit Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl? Uh, were he around and was quarterback one? I don't know. How old was Purdy that year? 19? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Michael Durant says Chase Young gave up most of the lanes, run lanes to Lamar. Uh, yeah, but Bosa did it too. Can't wait to make that, uh, to watch the film on that. Can't wait. Mocklin Peterson says the incident announced it was fire tonight. Thank you. I saved my best for their losses. Boxing fan times forces Kyle Grinchahan overthought this game. Yes, what he does. That's what he does. More injury news. Aaron Banks, left guard, turf toe. Been bothering him, playing through it. Injured again today. Aaron Banks is really important. It's not just Trent Williams on this offensive line. It's Williams and Banks. All of the Niners' good runs go to the left. And it's not just Trent Williams like leading the way. A lot of times it's Trent and Aaron Banks double-teaming someone at the point of attack and pushing someone back, getting movement, those two. They're a great tandem. Banks is really critical to this team. And if he misses a few weeks while Trent Williams is out and they have like a backup left tackle, a backup left guard, they could lose to anyone except Washington. <laughs> so we'll find out more about Aaron Banks, but turf toe is a serious injury and he re-injured it. He re-aggravated it. He already missed a game because of it. So what is their offense? Let's assume Trent Williams and Aaron Banks each miss one game. Let's assume they do. I don't know. The left guard, the left tackle will be Colton Kibitz. The left guard will be. I don't I don't even know. Let's say John Feliciano, even though he's the right guard. Uh center is Jake Brendel. Right guard is could be Burford. And then you don't have a right tackle. They could re-sign Matt Pryor, who they cut today. He was their backup right tackle. They could re-sign Matt Pryor and start him. That's a that's the worst offensive line in the league. That's the worst offensive line in the league, right there, by far. Scary times. Who's going to protect this quarterback? 
by Victor says, why don't we spend money on the O-line draft? Uh, because why don't they? Why don't they? It's something that the Shanahan's have been doing for a long time. They want, they don't want premium athletes on the offensive line. They want guys who specialize in run blocking. Premium athletes are there to pass protect. Guys who are paid to run block are guys who are just happy to be there. Fifth round picks, fourth round picks, guys who were redshirted in college, spent five years in college, like guys who aren't special. That's what they look for. It's, a, it's what their system requires. Trevor Williams said he's fine. Okay. All right. Then why don't you come back to the game? They could have used him. Help, but okay, good to know. Help him in 123 says the bullies got bullied, plain and simple. I still consider Brock a rookie. He's not. The Niners are not Eagles. We will rebound. Keep up the good work. They will. I think they will too. Wave nine. Niners are Cowboys. Micah took shots at Purdy tonight. Man, shut up, Micah. Like, Cowboys suck too. Not too. They just suck. I was talking about the road ahead for the 49ers. So the Niners got embarrassed at home on Christmas. Not what you want. Not ideal. But if they beat Washington and the Rams, which they should, then they'll be the number one seed with a bye week in home field throughout the, the playoffs. They're in the NFC where they win all the time. So even though this happened and Purdy did this and Kyle did this, they should go to the Super Bowl. And when they go to the Super Bowl, if there is no guarantee they face the Ravens. The Ravens got their own issues. Lamar Jackson has been awful in the playoffs when he's been there. He could not make it, which would be great for the Niners because, but he, hey, let's say the Ravens make it because they look really, really, really good. And frankly, Kansas City doesn't. And the Bills might not even make the playoffs. So let's say the Ravens go to the Super Bowl and the Niners and Ravens face each other again. I could absolutely see the Niners winning that game. You know why? Because in that game, Kyle Shanahan just might have the right game plan, which is, you know what? Give the ball to the MVP of the team a lot. His name is Christian McCaffrey. I don't know what Kyle Shanahan was trying to prove today with Brock, but that's over with. He's not winning the MVP, and uh, it's clear what he is. He is a high-level game manager who can make a few plays. He's not an MVP. McCaffrey is. So if the Niners play the Ravens again, they're not going to make that mistake twice. They're not going to let the Ravens off the hook twice. They're going to force the Ravens to shut down McCaffrey. And I don't know if they can. I haven't seen really anyone do it in a very long time. He's really, really that good. He's in his prime. Don't waste it, Kyle. He's 27. This could be the end. 27 for a running back is like 30 for everyone else. This is it. He might not be as good next year, Kyle. Right? Like, we were telling you all year, hey, man, pace Christian McCaffrey. You need him down. This is what you need him for, man. You used him a lot in September and October so you could give him 14 carries in the biggest game of the season. McFly, no more of that. You got to make sure you can't lose any more games where McCaffrey has fewer than 15 carries. That can't happen ever again this season. Because if you give him 20, he just, he won't let you lose. 
and the runs need to go to the left. Stop with the outside zone runs to the right. They don't work. They don't work. You know why? Because Cole Rukiewicz is awful. He's so bad. All you can say is he's he's not that much worse than Mike McGlinchey. Okay, fine. He ain't an upgrade. He's worse than Mike McGlinchey and cheaper. Great, fine. They can't run to the left. So the road ahead, they should be fine. They should get they should win the next two games. Cruise to the NFC, get to the Super Bowl, maybe face the Ravens again. And if they do face the Ravens again, they should have a much more game, uh, a much better game plan. A lot of times you lose you learn more about an opponent when you lose to them than when you beat them. If you beat a team and you face them again, you're gonna tell yourself, I'm not gonna do anything different. What I did the first time worked, I'm gonna do it again. Don't if it don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Meanwhile, the other team isn't gonna think like that. They're gonna think what we did last time was wrong. Now I see what you're doing. We're gonna have a better game plan to counter what you're doing. So I would expect that. If they these teams face each other again, the Ravens aren't gonna change up much, and the Niners freaking better. But they will. I'm I'm you know, I, I'm gonna quality control the hell out of this one. I I took a little, I let my guard down this week. It was Christmas. I wasn't thinking about Kyle, I thought he had it. But he didn't. So I'm going to take it upon myself. Quality control today? F. F. My, my own toughest critic. It's true. Official BNA Music 88 says Mike Florio put a battery in the Ravens' back and they took it personal. I, even I agree with Lamar that he was mad disrespectful. I didn't see what he said. But uh, interesting. I'll check it out. Wave 9 says, uh, yeah, right, GC. He ain't just lose to the Dolphins. Like he ain't just lose to the Dolphins. Who? Who? Vance says, was Mahomes a game manager with weapons? Don't compare Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy, Vince. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. And you know why. Manny PSF uh, 95 says, Lamar and Burrow had a four-pick game. Peyton had a six-pick game. Okay. Well, I guess that means that what Brock did today is just fine. Hey, MVP for Brock, huh? Thanks for watching, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow. It's a condensed week. Um, I haven't reached out to any of my content creators, but I'm, I'm planning on going live with Ryan and Larry tomorrow as if it's a Monday. And I'll catch up with my dad later in the week, Wednesday. Thanks for watching. Enjoy your weekend. It's QC you let us down this week. I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'll do better. No excuses. Season doesn't stop for Christmas. All right? I'll be back tomorrow, guys. Have a, uh, a good night. Sleep well. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year.